solve a mystery Running from creepers makes me hungry Set a trap, don't have a heart attack We've got a van full of Scooby snacks Freddy, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy too Here it what's with you Scooby-Doo What's with you Scooby-Doo Oh, well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of What's With You, Scooby-Doo. Uh, today, Nikki and Jim Martin grace the podcast. They're great. We had a lot of fun. Um, there's a little bit of a plot twist from when the episode starts uh, to when the episode ends. <laughs> I'll leave that as a little teaser to whet your appetite for the episode proper, as it were. Reference of the week this week is... Well, we go through a lot of... There's a lot of references that happen. Um, we, we talk about Tay's on Day of YouTube, uh, which if you haven't seen Chocolate Rain, you should definitely check that out. Uh, also, the Agatha Christie movie that I'm trying to remember in the middle of this episode is called Evil Under the Sun. Uh, we talk about Offspring. But... The reference that I care about, that I thought would be fun to chat, is the 2002 Weezer song, Keep Fishing, off of Maladroit. Uh, and they had a really cool video for it, and I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, it's the band playing on The Muppet Show, which I think they were the first band to do a video like that, because I know that OK Go did it years later. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Keep Fishing, Weezer, check it out. It's a great video, great song. So that's the reference of the week this week. As always, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can email what's with you scooby-doo at gmail.com. You, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what's with you scooby-doo. Follow us on Twitter at WWY Scooby-Doo. Um, that's all that I can remember right now. But enough of this jibber jabber. To the podcast. Let's do this. And he has to, like, navigate around the system. You know cool. what? I think you're thinking of Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. No, I know that <laughs> with full confidence. It was not that, because that, sh- that movie's great. I- I'm lost. I've only seen Xenon the sequel. <laughs> nice. What's with you, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Today in the apartment, I've got Jim and Nikki... Making it up, Martin. Yes, that was like a that was like a meta version of the middle name game. <laughs> All right, or so. we we are also known as Jicky Martwell. Yeah, we. Oh, that's a good one. Because when we were getting married, we combined our names, and we actually have a Facebook account that's really ridiculous. Yeah, we are the only sh- couple's shared Facebook account on Facebook that's not based in paranoia. It's out of. It's based out of love. Yeah. What are the paranoia based? Oh, ones? whenever it's like you know, uh, it's. It, I mean, like I knew this guy for. I don't. I mean, actually, no. This one was probably another non-paranoia one, so it's a bad example. But like, whenever you see, it's like Jeff and Susie Jenkins. It's like they both together use that that one account. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So it's like somebody doesn't trust somebody. Oh, I thought typically it was like older people. It can be. But I feel like older people have had more time to learn how to distrust each other. Don't they also say, I also don't really use, I, I have I have a Facebook account for this 
podcast and that's it. So I don't use like I don't have friends or anything at all because <laughs> I have a podcast. That's right. Uh, but like so, typically. I don't. So that's like not a thing where couples have them. Or like, I mean, it seems. I mean, it, it it seems like there's like a dominant personality in any given, at least in the ones that I'm friends with. Um, Terry wants everybody to know. That. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I've seen people that have the joint accounts. They're the type of people that will post a comment and they'll be like, "Love Carol." So it's it's. I think. It, so they uh, should just have their own so that. Carol can post Carol's opinion, right? Yeah. So yeah. I guess yeah. There's 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 olds and there's mistrusts. Those are we're we're, we're subgenreing already this early in the podcast. Um, common common thing that happens. Yeah. It's like people, you know, ellipsis people. It's time to subgenre. <laughs> well, it was great when we were friending people because people like in when they saw us in real life were like, "Is this legit?" We're like, "Yeah, it's just." It's silly. It's fun. So do you guys not have personal accounts aside from that? We do. Oh, we, 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 we do. Okay. Yeah. It's just like a joint. Oh, thank God. I thought you guys were just weirdos. But it's actually <laughs> fun because like if if I'm posting that we're doing something together, I'll be like, see what Jicky Martwell is watching today. And then, I'll and then you tag the, yeah, I'll tag uh, the joint yeah. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's adorable. So, and we never check it though. So there's probably like a billion like notifications. <laughs> I think, yeah, we said that like, uh, I think it was like whatever the earliest date you can put on Facebook for your birthday. That's what we put. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, it's like New Year's day is always just like happy 138th birthday, Jicky. And it's yeah. Did you get a Jicky Martwell Gmail account to open it up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually I use that. We had for, the Twitter we, account. We had. We use it for like Amazon and like certain like accounts that we have that shared accounts. Or like the random things where you want to like oh you just want to like like you're like oh I might sign up for HelloFresh like let me just <laughs> see if there's a good coupon that comes right. in. I used to open up so many Gmail accounts because I'd be like oh I'm gonna start this kind of business and I'd put one up like I'd make <laughs> a new account and then so now on my laptop it's like which account are you signing in on carryatune.com and I'm like no. yeah I wanted to do a singing telegram you're talking business. to the guy who owns let's do this.com <laughs> <D-O-O. laughs> I was uh, shocked that nobody owned that I was like even if I don't use it I have to jump on this oh I have a secondary Twitter handle for a similar reason um, okay I'm the type of person who will type uh, at barf charts into Twitter and they're like nobody's at barf B-A-R-F- B-A-R-F-S-H-A-R-T-S? Yes. Barf Sharts. Barf Sharts. Okay. And I took it because, I mean, you have to, right? Is that when you're throwing up and it, you think that gas is building up while you're throwing up, but then, oops. I mean, it can be. It's a, it's a wide discipline. Um, it's a Rorschach test of a word. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you don't aim right, sure. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like if it happens enough and you have the means, you just get two toilets. And I just have no arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all that money you were, uh, you're saving on, like, you know, half-off pairs of gloves, you save up, get a second toilet. 
genius. <laughs> yeah. It's... You know that you know that stores love to do that oh, too. Yeah. I only have one hand. Can I only buy half these gloves for half the price? Look, I'm sure someone else with a, a mirror uh, uh, injury is going to come in eventually. I'm sure of it. Aww. <laughs> and finally they could clap. Yeah. <laughs> And if they lost their uh, feet, they would be soulmates. Oh my gosh. Is that like two people who like love music, but like, you know, they can't play guitar and then they finally meet and they can like clap together? I suppose so. This is my rom-com. Or like... uh, And it's called Put Your Hands Together. (laughs) (laughs) Or there's like, uh, you know, people who can only play like one sixth of the guitar and then they get together and form the band Walk Off the Earth. Genius. It's just like, oh, but there's all these people playing this one guitar and I'm like, well, I sell guitars so that's objectively bad for me. That could be six guitars. You showed me that video. That was really... I did not like that. But they do covers, right? Yeah. That's like your big thing? They're they're, they're part of that scene of like, oh, here's a song you've heard but done in a wacky way. Do you guys remember your first YouTube video that you like remember or like something that stood out Ooh. that you watched like in the early days youtube specifically or like internet i guess internet because like albino like, like black e-bo- sheep or shockwave.com oh, yeah. e-bombs, e-bombs world, world. Yeah. i um there was a i think it was like an australian commercial and it was like this couple like picking up this dude about to go on a date and like somebody, uh, I don't know, we can cut this. Uh, he was like, <laughs> he uh, is basically somebody farts and they don't know somebody's supposed to be there. And then it's just like, like, d- d- what's going on here? We're having great chemistry. All right, Janet. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, let's just uh, let's just say the G.I. Joe videos like those. That was one of my Joe. Yeah, those ones. Those were good. Were some of the earlier ones. There was a comedy couple, uh, two guys that did like songs and then one of them was like they had t-shirts and they like made a song with like putting on different layers of t-shirts and by the end of it like they used the tiniest guy and by the end of it he was like huge and he was wearing all these different t-shirts i feel like that might have been an end segment on community it was before community <laughs> yeah i think it's like the <laughs> same trend it was like, if, oh is that put, like putting on a lot of shirts was like a trend in like 2000 what six seven that makes sense because that's yeah. when i started watching just like interesting YouTube. it's like how many shirts can you wear and then people were like i can put on 600 shirts and then like people were like getting real sick because yeah. of like you know circulation issues because human body is not made to withstand 600 layers of like you know <laughs> that was poly the cotton blend that was the one thing that our lord didn't plan on when he created us he was like i just never thought that they'd make so many shirts to wear he said don't don't mix woven fibers he said it <laughs> is that in he's there spe- yeah i think it's in like what leviticus one the one of the one of the gods really mad at us it's flatavidus uh 742 <laughs> <laughs> oh yes the phlebotomist yes phlebotomist <laughs> that's a blood guy right yes yeah. Do you think um like Chocolate Rain came out ten years ago? By the way, yes. Tazon Day follows me on Twitter. Me too. Nice. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel as special. Nah, anymore. we should do a group chat with. Yeah, him. right. It's just like uh, he must have a thing for Portland comedians. Chocolate just like, Rain. Yeah. <laughs> I had only seen the reference in like a Weezer video. Like you would just show me the video. Yeah. I never was like Weezer was did a reference to Tazon. Of course Day? they did. You know when like Weezer Pork went off the rails. They had and... a song where they had like clips from YouTube and they used Oh, okay. And they had it them singing a Weezer song, but they would have like the care like a YouTube star from like back in the day and they would use it for their video. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like after they worked with the Muppets. Oh yeah, because they did yeah. keep fishing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was yeah, an they, awesome they video. Took, they took some weird swings. 
Uh, Actually, considering how weird Rivers Cuomo seems to be, yeah, pretty normal. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like, like you know, surprisingly like- normal. <laughs> yeah. So we got to watch an episode, but real quick, uh, in one in one sentence or less, what's your experience with Scooby Doo? Oh my goodness, I watched <laughs> it so much as a kid. I even we watched the one with the little Scrappy Doo, and he is no fun. I did not like him. Universally despised. Yeah, he was the worst. Even as like an eight year old, I was like, he is not fun. I don't like him. Um, so yeah, I love it. I, I watched my share of Scooby-Doo, you know, one of those things where if it's on TV, I'll watch it. I remember when the live action came out and I was so disappointed. I was like, <laughs> this is not like the cartoon at all. At like, first you were? Yeah. Yeah. But I did like how Sugar Ray was in it. That was cool. <laughs> Mar- Mark, what's his name? McGrath. Mark McGrath. Yeah, man. He's on like Access Hollywood or something now. Yeah. He's got a game show, I think. Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah. Every morning. <laughs> Shut the door, baby. Don't say a word. Uh, the objective of this game is to get the halo on your opponent's four-post bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that song is where I, I learned what uh, One Night Stand meant. Oh, I yeah? never knew. And then that came up in the song. I was like, what is that, Mom? Uh, to see if I can borrow for a weekend or a one-night stand. Mm. Is he talking about a diaphragm? I mean, is that something you can borrow? Like, is that something you should borrow? I don't know if you should, but at <laughs> least it's reusable. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because a halo, yeah, there are very limited amounts of things that could be a halo used for a one-night stand. Unless it's, like, to get a girl because yeah. you're, like, using that person's reputation. But yeah. that seems like a hard thing to transfer. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably a metaphor, and I don't expect metaphors out of Sugar Ray, and maybe that's, you know, my failing. Uh, I'm assuming that they didn't really want to fly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been I've been going at this all wrong. I've been it's been the wrong angle. I this, I got twenty years worth of my life to just reevaluate. Okay, uh, <laughs> one last thing before I announce the episode and we watch it because this is fascinating to me. When he says, "All right, I'm gonna say a, a Sugar Ray line." Tell me the first image that pops into your head. Okay, all around the world, statues crumble for me. What are you seeing in your head? I'm just seeing like. I mean, it looks like The Simpsons for whatever reason, but it's just like you know Jebediah Springfield crumbling, and then like all the other just just like uh, a, like a like a like panning to the next one, and uh, and and he's just standing there like be like smiling about it, <laughs> like in a really creepy way. Nikki, like, what you got? I went with like <laughs> twenty days later, or like another like apocalyptic oh like planet of the apes kind of thing like very literal this is a loaded question because for some odd reason i've always had an image in my head and i don't know why the easter island statues having a domino effect and just hitting each other until they all fall down (laughs) and i don't know why and i just always assumed that was normal (laughs) i was like i was like oh that's what he's talking about right all around the world statues crumble for me like i just saw like the easter island statues falling over and someone was like no (laughs) well yeah i don't mean to like critique an imagination (laughs) of uh, interpretation of a song lyric from 20 years ago but it's like isn't there like way more beneath the surface of those things there is much like sugar ray found- <laughs> guys we're gonna watch episode of uh the new scooby-doo movies we're gonna watch the c- ghostly creep from the deep bendy bendy boo what's wrong with you you're such a lousy mascot no one understands a single word you say not even the jerk in the ascot Right, my running rattle rass. 
Um, so uh, the disclaimer, of course, is that I couldn't get new uh, the new Scooby Doo movies because it's not available. Oh wow! And so uh, instead, we watched Futurama. Yeah, you know, I mean, because they have a Scooby Doo crossover episode. Sure, it was amazing. I mean, who makes the rules of this? I guess you, right? I do. Yeah, which uh, is super fun. <laughs> so we got to watch. Uh, the Saturday morning, what is it? It's Saturday called? morning fun pit. Saturday morning fun pit. Yeah, and it's just Futurama doing. Yeah, it's basically do. It did uh, Scooby Doo, which was Boomy. Did they say uh, was it, it Boomy ben, or Booty? Bendy Boo. Bendy Boo. Yeah. Bendy Bendy Boo. <laughs> right, my Roddy Rattle Rouse. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, so we watched that. Oh, and then there was a Smurfs thing in the middle and a GI Joe thing at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. G.I. Joe. Lovingly framed by, uh, uh, you know, Richard Nixon. <laughs> I think well. I've seen more parodies of G.I. Joe than actual G.I. Joe at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I had the toys, but I mean... Like and you I, saw those live action movies. Well, uh, is that a diss? I, I didn't see them, so I don't, I don't know, know if that's a burn or I not. I really don't know. I didn't see them. That's the one with uh, Chan- Channing Tatum? Sure. No, that's Magic Mike. Oh, I thought they redid it. Like, yeah, they the can do. Action. They can do one more than one movie. Like they don't take them out back and shoot them at the end of you know. What? They. I mean, people can do multiple movies. Hold the phone. Not to. Not to. I've never explain. seen an actor in more than one movie. <laughs> I always thought. I mean, the only movie I've seen is Bull Durham. Oh well, yeah. I mean, if there's one to see, it's that. Yeah, the only people I know is Kevin Costner, and I don't know who else is in that movie. <laughs> uh, was he the Bull or the Durham? Uh, neither. Plot twist. Oh, snap. It was M. Night Shyamalan's first. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's like any movie that, like, starts well and ends poorly should be just M. Night Shyamalan. The twist is just like, this movie's not as good as you thought it was going to be. Twist. (laughs) It's like, you know, uh, M. Night likes uh, twists like uh, like Tarantino likes feet. I mean, twist. What is this, Oliver? Am Uh, I right? Am I right? uh, Come on, no. uh, (laughs) Come on. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that I can win you over. You can't hear it, but we're high-fiving. And I know high-fives make a sound. Viciously. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it, it hurts. I got to seek medical attention. Last one. <laughs> um, so, uh, the, the premise of this is that we're watching a bunch of cartoon parodies from previous generations. Sure. Beloved cartoons. Sure. Uh, I feel like it was like 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. Basically, because yeah. it was I, Scooby-Doo. I like how how they had the cereal commercial tie-in because I remember that. That was a big thing. I remember like they'd have the big setup and the breakfast, how they're making fun of like, oh, it's part of a complete breakfast. I always thought about that as a kid. I'm like, that seems like a lot of food. I thought very differently. I thought... I am getting ripped off at breakfast. Like, look at that kid's breakfast. Oh, yeah. He's got an additional Denny's in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. And I was always just kind of like, I just, I didn't eat a lot of cereal. I don't, I notoriously don't like cereal. Right. I mean, I think it's just kind of weird. It's like, you know, the, the cereal tie-ins for uh, cartoons. It's like, hey, you you like watching these uh, characters grow and develop and learn lessons. Now eat them. Well, here's the other thing. There were like two different styles where like Toucan Sam had a cartoon that was after Toucan Sam came right. about. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like they created a brand based off of the cereal. Right. And then there was like the after the fact where they just put like like Fruity Pebbles. Sure. Wilma, Barney, where are my Fruity Pebbles? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like we, you know, 
spilled all these weird dyes into our cornflakes. What are we going to do? <laughs> Growing up, though, we really only ate generic stuff so on the box of like the on the cereal boxes it was always games or interesting facts about animals <laughs> or like mazes that were just like like what am i supposed to do like draw on the box the first time yeah. i have cereal and then just like be bored the rest of the times i eat cereal no yeah, just look I, at I, your amazingness right you just look at the back of that box you're like you remember when i did that yeah oh yeah I they had like it. word searches and crossword oh, yeah. puzzles too that was bizarre I sent yeah. away for a video game once with the proof of purchase things. Yeah. I didn't get it. I, was <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but. I <laughs> oh, I thought that was a cry. It's, it uh, sounded like a kind of like. <laughs> uh, you know, laugh, cry. It's uh, human emotions hard. Yeah, dude. And you have those love, hate tackled to your uh, tattooed to your knuckles. That's right. Tackled to your tuckles. I don't know what the cuddles. Don't oh. talk about a man's tuckles. <laughs> My favorite cereal commercials, though, were the ones where there was always, like, the adult who didn't get it or something. You know, because there were, there were, like... Oh, the Apple Jacks ones. Apple yeah. Jacks, oh. Reese's Pieces, yeah. and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, and the cookie So we ones. walk up to this bouncer, and the bouncer's all like, I'm gonna check your ID, because I can see any fake. Well, yeah, can you see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Because they were born on the right date. Uh-uh, idiot. Like, what are you, a dummy? Dumbo. They're packed with cinnamon toast swirl. I mean, I feel like there's not that much narrative in, like, uh, cereal commercials anymore. So good. Just like music videos. It's like, you know, there'd be a story. Like, Michael Jackson would turn into a panther at the end. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's like, if, if you're telling me, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching Macaulay Culkin get bitched out by George Wendt, and eventually I will see some polymorphing. Of course he's the king of pop. I don't know. It's black. It's white. It's, you're stuck with it. <laughs> Didn't that debut... Okay, so here's a weird thing. Yeah. I think that debuted after the Super Bowl. Like, it was like yeah. a... And coming up, Oprah interviews yeah. Michael Jackson while we play you his new music video. I yeah. bet it was insane, like, when they premiered his videos i bet people had viewing parties oh yeah i mean it was like, like it was events. like a huge thing yeah. yeah i mean now we I, don't know when the next okay go video is gonna drop yeah oh, <laughs> i wish mm. <clears throat> yeah just that build-up of like it's like guys guys michael jackson's putting out a video it's gonna be 17 minutes long just this once i bet they like countdowns too no they did i remember they did yeah i taped it off the tv uh <laughs> i'm sure the statute of limitations <laughs> is you say that uh, again, I get taped, taped it, it off the TV. Taped it off the TV. Taped it off the TV. Y'all church going folk? <laughs> I moved to Canada and became Southern. I don't know how. Like I started saying y'all because they have like vu, and oh, you sure, know yeah. you, uh, the importance of a second person plural pronoun was revealed to me. So I started saying y'all. Oh, I say y'all frequently. Yeah, I mean like well, I'm gonna say you guys. Like that's that's uh, that misogynist. I do say thing. you. I say yous guys. Yeah. You don't say yins? You struck me as a Pittsburgher. Utes. Oh, Utes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, because of this premise, we get the first, which is Bendy Bendy Boo. Yes. Uh, which features a fantastic, like, point-by-point -point parody. Oh, yes. Rivaled only by the Johnny Bravo crossover, uh, which is also fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Super good. Nice. Uh, but very similar, except that Johnny Bravo is with the gang, whereas right. now the crazy part of this is that they've combined the Futurama gang with the Scooby gang and they give them kind of like both characteristics. Right, right. So it's kind of, you know, like Hermes is uh, um, Fred. It, yeah. 
Sorry? You run through the Futurama one and I'll do the Scooby-Doo one. Okay, yeah. So Hermes is, is, is Fred. Fred. Uh, um, uh, Leela is uh, Velma. Daphne. Daphne. Sorry, shit. <laughs> can, we, can we start at the one? Can we go back to the one? Yeah. Uh, All right. We're, let's take it again. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. And rewinding. <laughs> and go. All right. Yeah. So uh, Hermes is... Fred. All right. Uh, Leela is... Daphne. And uh, Amy is... Velma. That's right. <laughs> I feel like we're doing the gag where just your mouth opens and it just goes... Velma. It works great on an audio podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, visual gags? Oh, oh yeah. Um, the best. I got a haircut for this. I know. It looks... Horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to try it out in audio first before I brought it to a video medium. Oh, uh, can you? Can the listeners smell that at home? I don't know. I mean, they're in, they're in for a world of hurt if they can. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Fry was Shaggy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Bender is Bendy Boo. What? Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of a stretch. I did not catch up on. That. I I liked how they for Fry when he was. Shaggy, how he had the even the neck hair on his chin. I like that. I noticed that. Yeah, I mean their attention to detail. That's I mean that's what makes Futurama. You I know? do like that. He also uh, fascinating fact. So Fry is played by Billy West. Yes. Who previously in Scooby Doo Zombie Island also played Shaggy when Casey Kasem would not return to the role because he was a vegetarian and Shaggy was eating crawdads. You know that like he, I mean is is Casey Kasem method like does he <laughs> I know he's like he's like man I got to be eating whatever like, I got to do whatever they're doing I so I have to eat whatever Shaggy's eating while I'm on mic. <laughs> no, it was like a it was like a you know like similarly to Paul McCartney uh would not allow Weird Al to parody Oh Christ that's uh, Do you remember the song? I don't. Live and let die. Oh yes. Because Weird Al was saying chicken pot pie. Right. And Paul McCartney is a vegetarian. Interesting. <laughs> oh, uh, the guy that was in Babe became a vegan because of being in Babe. Aww. He got super close to the pig and he became a vegan and became an activist. Damn. And then he would not appear in uh, Babe. Babe pig 2. In the yeah. big, oh, Big City? Yeah. yeah. Babe 2. Pig in the city. And um, there was the episode where... Uh, episode of the simpsons where lisa became a vegetarian and paul mccartney showed up and talked her through it basically yes. yeah, that was, was just like oh you know don't you worry about it yeah you just need protein <laughs> uh and uh oh yeah it was like a rooftop garden on top of the quickie mart i believe i routinely about once every other week probably actually maybe possibly definitely exponentially grammatically get this song maybe i'm amazed stuck in my head oh yeah i don't know why but it's like every other week all of a sudden i'll just think of it and then for the two days i'm just like maybe i'm amazed by the way you love me all the time but do you spend a lot of your time amazed not really okay so curiouser and curiouser okay <laughs> I let's go I... down that rabbit hole right. uh, yeah. so they <laughs> trying to out pun josh day over here it's i know it's a oh. losing battle but uh, hey, uh, what is this? Uh? <laughs> uh, he performed at our wedding. Like we had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we had, we had a, we had a, we had an after party at our wedding. We had a stand up show. So previous, uh, <laughs> previous guest of the podcast, Josh Day, yeah, performed at your wedding. Yeah, he yeah. did like twenty minutes. He uh, conservative he, for him. <laughs> he he made fun of my uh, my uncle's uh, pink like golf vest, <laughs> like throughout. He the was day. doing crowd work. 
Oh, well, throughout the day, he like was just a, doing a bit. I think a couple times he was like, yeah, nice vest. Uh, you know, in the way that Josh Day can just state a fact and have it be like a little bit accusatory. <laughs> he's just doing a bit at yeah. your wedding. Yeah, I mean, that's why we invited him, because he's one of my favorite comedians ever. Like, oh, even man. with like his, you know, established big. Anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, he was doing his set and like he was like ragging on. He was like ragging on my uncle and he was like, yeah, you just take it. And so like, you know, Josh like whipped his shirt off, put on the vest and did the rest of the set <laughs> in the vest. I wish his hair was as big as it can get. Oh, yeah. It was very conservative yeah, for, he didn't, for Josh Day. But. Yeah, he looked like earlier period Wolverine rather than like later <laughs> period Wolverine. Uh, just once he gets to like, you know, eraser head, I think he'll reach peak. David Lynch, who directed Twin Peaks, which crosses over with Mysteries Incorporated, we're back. Really? Hell yeah. Nice. I, I feel like that's a weird subject matter for a kid's cartoon to... It overlapped with a lot of weird stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's also kind of a fascinating thing because so that crosses over with like more adult fare, whereas this is primarily adult fare. Yeah. Like Futurama is a show for adults. It's like dipping its toes in like a But it goes into nostalgia and it really doesn't I mean that's the thing. So the other thing that we were talking about was maybe watching Venture Brothers. Right. Which is incredibly in the direction of like let let's you know let's make Johnny Quest a junkie. Let's, right, we're like, gonna pump this so full of the most awkward adult stuff. Right, I kind of you know it's like Venture Brothers. Uh, you know, someone asked me to describe it to them, and it's like it's like basically it's like Johnny Quest for misanthropes. <laughs> like in the same way that Rick and Morty is uh, Doctor Who, if you hate yourself and everyone but yourself mostly. Like, sure. Yeah, I mean it's like yeah. Or that '70s show is just Laverne and Shirley. If you don't believe that, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, I don't. I just, <laughs> I just really want to why work. Did we, why did we mention that '70s show? Because oh, you want to talk about it, don't you? No. <laughs> I used to watch that at work. It would, yeah, we'd had like the DVDs, so I'd watch like season four, disc two, like three times in a row. Can you name episodes? No. Can you say a line from any of them? Is there one that sticks in your head? Not really. It was always just like in the background, but it was just so uh, awkward and like a. Like, I didn't know they were, like, smoking pot. I didn't know that that setup was them smoking pot until, like, <laughs> I started smoking pot. <laughs> so it was just like, I mean, this is a fun d- direction they're going. I mean, why do they always pay? I mean, this is cool, I guess. And then I was like, oh, it's it's from the point of view of, like, the joint. So you wa- did you watch it in real time? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's like it was, I, I mean, Fox Sunday nights, I just had... I just had to watch it. Like, you know, what season did you start with? Um, I think I might've seen it from the beginning. Holy hell. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, I, I like, you know, it trailed like as, as, as soon as it wasn't like in between like Futurama and the Simpsons, I just didn't care anymore. I think they moved <laughs> it. Uh, it was just like, well, you know, I could change it to a different channel, but you know, it's seven thirty. uh, Jeopardy's not on. So I guess I'll just not change the TV. I, think I love f- your preferences for TV, by the way. I uh, think my favorite characters of that 70s show were always the adults. I never Kitty liked the Red. Ki- oh yeah. Yeah, I never liked the like Jackie, I hate her voice and even the redhead. Oh, my favorite I don't like her. Yeah. My oh, favorite Laura Prepon. Yeah. yeah. Do you like her in Orange is the New Black? We don't watch that. Uh, <laughs> not seen it. No, we're Did not. Did you that announce kind of that family. on the Jimmy Clipson Facebook page? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Clipson. That's uh yeah. yeah the, uh, that's the third one. <laughs> that's right. 
Fourth um, one, sorry, because you each have one, and then there's one additional. Uh, the, the, one of the funniest things that's probably now in retrospect is not okay that I thought was the funniest thing on that 70s show was when, like, I think, like, uh, Kitty was trying to figure out what happened, and she thought that Fez did something, and it's like, uh, like, Fez, uh, oh, yeah, the, um, she had a figurine that was the littlest hobo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's, uh, she's imagining what's happening at the house while they're gone because it's Eric's 16th or 17th yeah. birthday. Yeah. One of those two. Because then later he has the dream where Laura Prepon comes and like takes off the thing and then everybody's surprised, or earlier in the episode, everybody yeah. surprises him. He's, anyways. Um, but he's like, you know, it's like, I, I have to shoot at something, but what? The littlest hobo. Not the littlest hobo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like how we're really on message on this Scooby-Doo podcast. Sure. Yeah. Well, we also got off message when we couldn't watch the Scooby-Doo yeah. episode, so we watched so, Futurama. This is a spin-off podcast, y'all. Uh, <laughs> okay, Fred Durst. Okay. Yeah. This I mean, is a spin-off podcast, y'all. I like Let how me see uh, the I like how wearing a red hat has been a signifier of being a douchebag for at least like 20 years now. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So this episode Fred uh Hermes Yes. As Fred. Uh, they make like a big deal out of the ascot. Did you have to be told that the ascot was awkward when you first realized it? Or were you like, why is this guy wearing a scarf? I just thought he was dressing up like a picnic. You were like, you were like, this is totally a legit outfit. I mean, I, you know, I, when you I, first saw it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know anything about fashion now and I certainly didn't when I was like 10. So I was just like, this must've been how people dressed back then. Sure. Right. Nikki. I think it was stylish. Yeah. I didn't think of anything wrong with it. I thought it kind of gave him a little guys, little edge. Yeah. Cards on the table. Yeah. I totally thought there was nothing wrong with it until people started making fun of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just thought that's how he was dressing. Like, yeah, I, right. like I didn't, I, I had to look up ascots. I yeah. was like, what does it look like when someone wears them in the wild? Right. And like, I saw pictures and I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then everybody was like, dude's wearing a scarf. And I was like, oh, we're making fun of this. Cool. I'm on board. Yep. I all right. Fine. It's cool peer pressure. All right. What are we doing? What do we hate? Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. It just never dawned on me. <laughs> I mean, I'd seen like, you know, Roddy McDowell or, you know, any, or Robbie Benson. Who, who's the one in, oh God, hmm? who's the, who's the one in that Agatha Christie movie where, uh, uh, Peter Ustinov plays Poirot and Diana Rigg is in it. <clears throat> Do you guys remember that one? Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. If you say the plot, I probably might know the novel because I used to read Agatha Christie books. It's on like a, a resort. And. Oh, it was like the French, like Mystery on the French Riviera or something. I don't know or, if that's or the, Monaco. Name of the movie, but they might have also changed Monaco. it. Maybe. Yeah, but Diana they, I liked. Roddy McDowell. That's the name I was trying to. Right. Yeah. There was. I loved. I love Agatha Christie. I like those books where there's, there's like. They're just in the random countryside, like it's everyday life. And then there's like the like something goes down. And then there's like the exotic ones where they're like, I'm on vacation. I'm going to have the time of my life. And then like something happens. Are they all so great series? Like, does she have standalones or is it all like Poirot or who's the other one? uh, Marple? Yeah, Miss Marple. Um, So those are the two main ones. And it was just kind of, she was just. 
it ne- wasn't really like a series, but it was just like reoccurring characters. Like she her, had a universe. Yeah, like, like Harry yes, Potter. Yeah, like her neighbors would show up sometimes, and then like the store owner, she always knew. And then they did have the standalone ones, but yeah, sometimes they would just be. You know, just a day, like a Tuesday, and something would happen. But then I loved it when she'd like go on vacation and something bad would happen. And there we go. Yeah. So then there was like the exotic. Or people well, would. Was, it, was Murder on the Orient Express Agatha Christie? Yes. And that was. Because that's Poirot. Poirot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was also a lot where people would come to see her. They're like, oh, we came. We heard about you. There was a write up in the newspaper about you. They would go to visit Agatha Christie? No, uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. Oh, so. I, I, I know. I always like pretend that miss marple is agatha christie like i feel like when she wrote that character she's like this is what i would do if i was a detective this is like your uh uh murder she wrote style biopic where it's like the murder of the something something and they're like where do you come up with your ideas and she's like don't worry about it and then and then the doctor who episode the crossover with with the giant bees yeah so good yeah yeah and the one where they did murder on the orient express oh yeah that was a cool one that was very very cool yeah that was that was voice stealing thing um it was like the if like you can't see it and uh, like the mummy like looks at you and then you can only see it if it's like gonna kill you and you have like a set amount of time that one i was thinking of the one where uh there's the they're on the planet where they're going to see something he takes like a day and goes it's a bottle episode oh like uh what like midnight it's like the diamond planet yeah it's like they're all oh yeah and it's like who's the monster the monster is one of us and yeah when they were on the train like every one of them had like a special skill set like they were all they were all supposed to be there together on murder on the orient express yeah 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 Yeah. huh so and they're making they're making a movie of to weirdly tie it together sure are you ready for this segue? Uh-oh. Sure. Uh, Doctor Who. When I like, did you watch? Did you both watch Doctor Who? Yeah, for the most part, like yeah. a decent amount. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. Uh, I haven't seen the most recent season, but I've seen like all of uh, the new series and a, a decent amount of the old series. Oh, geez. Okay, yeah. you're far more qualified than it's me. It's fine, Nikki. Same amount. Yeah, okay. for the most part, yeah. So when I like Doctor Who, it's when they're, uh, it's when they just like roll into someplace. It's like some stuff's happening. They fix this stuff, and then they're like, "We're out." Like I don't particularly dig like the long involved like, "Who are these people, and why are they following me through time?" And then like it's like, "Bum bum bum." Next episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they um. Well, I, I like the p- standalone stuff. That's more akin to Scooby Doo. Oh sure, yeah. The, um, the ones with David Tennant, I didn't really watch a lot of that. And any ones I watched with Jim would either make me so scared because it'd be like that those ones where they just show up and then a scary monster comes. Mm. Or it would be so sad because like something's happening with the characters that like there's like inner personal relationships going on and I would just get so sad. I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. So the David Tennant ones and a little hmm. bit of the Matt Smith ones are just so overwhelming. Interesting. So I didn't, I, I like the cheesy ones like uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston and. Oh yeah. And you think that you think the, are you my mommy thing? Well, I, guess I, did, I didn't show cheesy. her that one. Okay. Yeah. I was like, she's gonna, uh, um, that one's freaky. Yeah, like I, I mean, like yeah, gas masks are terrifying. Yeah, so. those. Are, I don't know if I'm super claustrophobic, but there is something about masks, like the face in general. Like my body is not super claustrophobic, but the face, and I think that's what the thing with like masks. S- like having a mask on or seeing other people in masks. Ah, uh, kind of both. Like yeah. the thing with not with having a mask on 
if I'm seeing someone, I can't see their expression. And like just seeing someone's eyes, so terrifying. Um, but yeah, wearing a mask. Sometimes it's okay if it's comfortable, but the whole like being trapped. I don't yeah. like that. Do you, would you feel the same way about a painting with just the eye holes cut out so that you can <laughs> look into a hallway? See, this, I would love to be the one that just sneaks around and just Peaks. looks. Yeah. Sure. But if you see the eyes in the holes, like if you like looked at a painting and saw, would you feel the same way you do about a mask? Would you, th- would you be like, oh, that person's claustrophobic? Uh, no. Or making me feel weird. Well, no. I mean, for weird reasons. No. Because I think with a mask, like someone, because dolls aren't super freaky to me. It's just when someone's wearing it and like acting and like being like real life. But a doll is just inanimate to me. Like Mascots. Those are great. I actually, that's, I would love to be Oki. Because I love costumes. You saw me last night. I love costumes and just... <laughs> For anybody not from Maine, Oki <laughs> is the Oakhurst Acorn, which is a milk mascot. I would get to Where go- does Oki show up? Uh, we were at the Sea go- Dogs. Uh, he, yeah. There was one time a Craigslist ad to be Oki and you would make $12 an hour. You get to go to schools. You get to go to festivals. I wanted to do that so badly. That would be pretty amazing. Oh yeah, I almost dropped out of high school before my senior year to join the Blue Man Group. <laughs> no, 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 not even join. Audition for the Blue Man oh, Group. No, my uh, one of my coworkers uh, was like a guitar tech for uh, the Vegas Blue Man Group for about like 10, oh 15 nice years. yeah 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 he uh, he was out there for a while and it's just fun. It's like. I mean, yeah, he's like really good at doing it, especially because like, you know, it's hard to set a guitar up when it's covered in paint. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I actually went to a show for the Blue Man Group and it's interactive with the audience. And so I was on the aisle and they made me hold a candy bar, but they didn't tell me what it was for. And I was probably 16 or 17 and they Boston? Is it the Boston show? Yeah, the Boston one. And they gave it to me like, don't eat this it's going to be for the show. And I had to like hold on to this candy bar. I didn't know when they were going to use it. And they ended up like, yeah, taking it and like eating it as they were on stage. But it was just so, I was like, I kind of want this candy bar. Now that I was bent. I know that's the, that's the worst. Like giving you something that it's like, well, I could just, this is a prop. Don't eat it. All right. You Mm want to know what the weird one is for me? Sure. Circa 1996. Kay Granger was running for some public office in Texas, and our neighbors uh, asked if uh, my parents were cool with me acting in a weird political rally dramatization video. But this ties into the candy bar because there was a bag of McDonald's uh, breakfast there, which was going to be eaten later on by the guy who was doing an impression of... Bill Clinton. Oh, good. <laughs> I genuinely forgot a, for half a, a second. A Texan impersonator. Well, well, he Bill was Clinton. doing, you know, he was doing that. I, I, I cannot figure out why, you know. But he was, but the whole thing was like him watching TV, eating this McDonald's breakfast, and being like, "Okay, I, I totally agree." While like watching her on TV, that was the gag, right? Yeah. I ate the hash brown out of that breakfast. <laughs> just ruined it. I got bit. I got in trouble. <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, man, I am hungry. And I just ate a bre- oh, no. I just ate a hash brown. And they were like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm eating this hash brown. And they were like, that's for this scene. I was like, there's a breakfast sandwich in there. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> there's more stuff to eat. 
You know, I was like, we're good. It's not the only oh, food that exists. Are we cool? It's part of a complete breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Tie in. Yeah. So <laughs> high five. Yeah. <laughs> microphone. Microphone. Uh, uh, three musketeers. so they um go to a kabuki theater in the middle of the woods of town yeah (laughs) nobody's coming to my kabuki theater in the outskirts of town what is that is that like some japanese art form or is it like a a, like an actual like movie theater or like a play it's like stage plays like with there's like dancing and stuff there's like a couple i know there's kabuki and no and no is like the super pretentious one where it's like bells, drum, oh, yes, yes, don't yes. move for three minutes, move, bells, drum, and everybody's wearing masks. And kabuki, I think, I might be completely wrong about all of this, is the one where it's like a little bit more mask and like like street theater-y. Gotcha. Like it was like the way they talk about old Shakespeare. Okay. Not that That's new cool. shit. That's right. I like the, the old Hawk. Shakespeare, not the new Shakespeare. Uh, like the old Shakespeare, unlike the new Shakespeare. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, but yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's not a, that it's weird a, to have a kabuki theater yeah. in the woods, uh, I think. Well, because I think there was a lot of woods in Japan. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's obviously where the crew was. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, but, repeat, <laughs> the repeat woods. Oh, yeah, the repeating forest. I like yeah. that. That's great. <laughs> There was like the thing where they would go back to the stock footage in the cartoon, but they called it out in the notes because it got like out of sync or something. Oh, yeah. Yep. Establishing shot. Always use it. <laughs> <laughs> Much like uh, the uh, whenever they would go to the Hall of Justice in Super Friends. Yeah. It was just flashback. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. And they had one painting of it. I, uh, I, I, I uh, miss like old school animation techniques. Like it's cool that digital has, has made it so easy for like anybody to animate, you know, to mm-hmm. at a certain level. But like, I miss just like knowing what's going to happen. Cause the door's a different color. <laughs> I miss that. Like, no, somebody's going to come through that door. And, um, and I think they're going to do something over by the table. Cause that also looks weird. That rock's going to move, bro. That yeah. rock's going to move. Why? <laughs> it's not purplish gray. It's gray, gray. <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be kind of challenging, but my favorite part of it was definitely a visual gag, but I'll try to explain it the best of my ability. There was a scene where they show a hall of doors and they have <laughs> they have them run into one door and typically in a Scooby-Doo, they would come out a completely other set of doors on sure. the other side of the hall. But in the, the show we just saw, they run into one door and then that's all you see. Just it holds. just waits for like, just holds on you're the door. waiting for them to come out the other door. So yeah. good. Oh my God, oh, I love that. I do. Uh, I particularly enjoy over the years, the different ways that they've had to do that. Where it's like they did that, did it again. Oh, we're going to switch up the order that they're coming in and out of the doors. Right. Guys, we're running out of it. Put them on mine carts. <laughs> How do we put them on mine carts and get them to go through doors? There are different tracks on this screen, Darren. <laughs> All right, we're going to go on different tracks, I guess. I don't know. Just Darren's always just questioning. <laughs> I mean, we could be breaking new ground. What are we doing next? Uh, trampolines. Great. One goes up one trampoline, comes out the other. Just make sure it. you line up uh, uh, f- four and four trampolines so they're jumping. <laughs> 
from one trampoline to the other. I think on one Scooby Doo, they were like on a boat and they had them like going up and down like the the mass, <laughs> and it was then they were like jumping back and forth. Oh, so good. <laughs> I just love, yeah, I love when they uh, use something so often they just have to lampshade it to use it at all. Yeah, right. But I do like the idea of like, what's the next version? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they'll use that version at least six times as well. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Love it. There are at least a few minecarts. Or oh, when sure. they do like trap doors and so they'll like come up and then they'll go back down and then they'll like switch it up, like which order. They're oh, going. or pots. Uh, yeah. Especially if he's looking for Scooby in like a pot or a box and there'll be like three and it's like the shell game. He pops out of oh, this yeah. one. He's like, and then he pops out of that one. Yeah. It's like how, how many um, mysteries do you think they could have solved like in act two when they're just standing <laughs> next to the bad guy and not realizing it? Like, <laughs> well, the amount of times like the bad guy doesn't even try to like, like he could have just not said anything. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for example, this one, although George Takai's goal is to scare people, it's mostly stealing. If they're stealing, they could just not alert anybody's presence to what's happening and they would have gotten away with it. But because they're like, well, there's something happening here. Yeah. And it's always like revitalizing theme parks or like, you know, it's like stealing family fortunes. Right. Like that new theme park came in across town and I need to scare people off to get them back to my old theme park. The, well, in this one, that's literally the thing because yeah. it's the ba- the basketball uh, uh, slash cloning facility oh, sure. has opened near the Kabuki Theater, and they leaned on that trope so hard it made me so happy when he's like, uh, uh, "That basketball place is opened up over there." He's like, "I, it's driving the customers away from my Kabuki." None of this is a George Takai impression. It's just me uh, having fun. Uh, they drink. They've driven away the, <laughs> the customers away from my Kabuki theater. It needs to close down, but the dragon. Great Billy Bob Thornton, by the way. Hey, thanks, man. People always say it's impeccable. Oh, oh you guys want to hear my... Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even think of somebody. You guys want to hear my Denzel Washington? Sure. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the cloning facility, um, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters are there, and they are... Which is a tie, it's a Venn diagram. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they've be- both been in previous episodes of Futurama and Scooby-Doo. Oh, definitely. Um, and uh, they're trying to clone uh, Larry Bird's, or sorry, Larry's bird, um, <laughs> to to have enough, uh, you know, Larry's to practice against. <laughs> Hi, this is Larry Bird. I read your cartoon script. I don't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so they just wanted to practice with them, but didn't they end up playing against the Larry Birds at the end of the episode? They did. I think that was the joke. Okay. To have like the team of Larry Birds. Because they always, well, oh, cause I'm not going to say always. Right, because they, they usually always win. And so they thought like, oh, if we could beat Larry Bird like five versions of Larry Bird, then we that proves that we're like the best. I might be going into dangerous territory. Sure. I think Do why it. they did it. So I saw the Harlem Globetrotters quite a few times. Typically, the Harlem Globetrotters were playing either a local you know, group of people or they were playing uh, like a stunt, another team that was going to be bad. The Washington Generals. Called, yeah, the Washington Generals, who were always white. And in my head... 
I might be wrong about this, uh, but I feel like they were going for who's the white basketball player, Larry Bird. So that's who they have uh, to play against. That, I mean, and it could be. Yeah, gotcha. I feel like that was the joke. And they were like, let's get Larry Bird to do this. And he was like, no, I'm not going to. They're like, well, thank you for that clip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're going to use a license free version of you to be the white team. Right. Gotcha. The Washington gotcha. General. Well, I mean, you know, um, dichotomies are what, you know stories run on i guess michael jackson super bowl it's back that's right <laughs> black full or white <laughs> i just don't buy for a second that like you know george went would be like that mad at macaulay called yeah like you you wouldn't think that he would like walk up to his son's room and be like hey like we gotta talk, like, because he knows it's it, it. The reason why he's mad is because it's loud. So does he think he can yell louder than that? I don't know. But the other part of it is that it's also causing like physical damage to the house. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how. So I don't know how any houses work. Oh, I feel like even if in an apartment, I'd like see dust rattling from the ceiling, and I'd be like, "Well, this is excessive." Yeah, like you can turn it down a little bit. Yeah, when music is played so loud, it's actually like whoop, you know, moving around. That's just causing damage. Are you really understanding the mids? Are you getting enough of that that hi-fi sound? Oh, man, there's just too much 60K in my monitors. (laughs) (laughs) And that's listening to... uh, uh, That's what the speakers in our car sound like, because I think I blew them out listening to Harmontown too loud. Interesting. Yeah, it was like, well, like occasionally something really dumb will happen and like uh, Jeff will say, hey, let's remix this. And then somebody does. Oh, I love those. Oh, the yeah. uh, the frozen one. Oh, yeah. I gotta yeah. be me. I gotta be me frozen in time. <laughs> or when Shrob's like, that guy's like asking about like life advice about like be going from being an assistant. Get used to it. <laughs> Get used to it. Yeah, so I think Rob Schraub destroyed my Ford Fiesta speakers. Nice. Yeah, um, I'm not going to bill him because I just love the tune so much. <laughs> but he's on notice. Schraub. <laughs> You're on notice. the guy that does the chips. Oh, yeah, that's chips. Chips! Yeah, that's right. yeah, I eat a lot of chips, and so that word gets said a lot in our house. <laughs> it just gets, yeah, it, it becomes Pass a me meme. The chips. It gets deconstructed. <laughs> I post about it on the internet, and then I print it out and put it on the fridge. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't have a fridge. Just kidding, I do. And I have a wine fridge. I have two. Yeah, I have th- well, I have three fridges. I got so many fridges, my fridges need fridges. <laughs> you tell me I don't have fridges for fridges? Those fridges gotta stay cold. Uh, so we did also get, uh, by way of uh, uh, tropes, <laughs> they, were, they did do the thing where they were like, uh, all right, so the eight of us will stay here with this trap. Scooby and Shaggy and Bendy will head and lure the bad guys here. It was just like, why the two of us? You're always sending us to to, to our deaths. You're bad friends. You're bad friends. I'm starting to think you guys are bad friends. Which, of course, gets called out. But typically in uh, other carnations of Scooby-Doo, it's because Fred and Daphne are going to make out. Right. Which is the common. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Velma just steps on her glasses. I wish that was in this episode where she's always My stepping glasses. on her glasses. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess I just don't think of glasses as a Chekhov's gun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the world through that pair of lenses. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh. If there are glasses in the first act, they fall off in the fourth. That's right. 
Also, uh, in my mind, Chekhov is a uh, universal villain, <laughs> right? I, th- I just like ch- I just always think like Chekhov from uh, Star Trek, nuclear vessels, which I really don't watch enough to actually have an image. Just I have like a, a Star Trek shaped cloud uh, in my brain. The one I watched the most of was uh, uh, Star Trek Four, yeah, with the whales. Right, they travel back in time by slingshotting around the sun. Of course, that's as, got as a you lot do, a classic Chekhov. Yeah. So Jim had been watching a lot of uh, what was the show that you watch? Star Stargate. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Original or remake? Remake. Okay. And I haven't seen the original. I I'll allow it. <laughs> assumed that it was a Star Trek show because <laughs> you know how they'll have like like Battlestar Deep Space, Ma- Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah, and so I was like, oh, so which Star Trek is this? He's like, this is completely different. It's a different property entirely. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, these characters don't seem familiar to me. It's like, no, it's because it's not that at all. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> I do yeah. like the idea of any sci-fi property to you at one point with Star Trek. Yeah. Like you're walking in and it's it's like uh, it's uh, Space Odyssey 2001. You're like, right. what Star Trek is this? <laughs> I have a bit like that where it's like anytime I hear a terrible noise, I just turn to the nearest person and ask, is this Skrillex? <laughs> well, exactly. for the longest time, I thought Skyrim was set in space because it's called Skyrim. Sure. And then in the Jim, sky. Yeah, yeah. And then Jim was playing it, and I'm like, why are there horses? He's like, because that's the name. Skyrim is the name of the town. Yeah. It's like, oh, so this is like dragons and medieval stuff. He's like, yeah. sword and boards. That's right. Somebody just got outed for being a nerd. You, you didn't know that before? Um, <laughs> no, I did. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the same way that, like, uh, to an older generation, uh, every video game is Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, right. Or Xerox, uh, right. the the brand name always takes over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. tissues. That's right. We call them Kleenex. That's right. In this house, they're Kleenex. Yeah. That's in right. this house. That's right. I'm very firm on the rules here. Look, in this house, things have names. Things fall apart. The Falcon cannot hear the Falcon. Or what is this thing that slouches towards Bethlehem? I don't know. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> Second coming? Yes. Fun. But anyways, uh, they... (laughs) (laughs) There's the uh, illegal cloning gag. Um, They, at one point, meet the Harlem Globetrotters. It's not at one point. It's at several points. Oh, yeah. The Harlem Globetrotters. They're helping them with the math on the cloning machine to help them figure out how to turn, just turn the on switch. Daphne, a.k.a. Leela, thinks that... (laughs) I love that on switch. Thinks that uh, it's Zoidberg. So goes to pull off Zoidberg's mask, accidentally rips off his head, and then they recreate the gag from earlier with the basketball with the Harlem Globetrotters where they bounce around Zoidberg's head. Great. Such a good, such a good gag. So much fun. And this was still when, um, I mean, you know, Zoidberg has always been, you know, the, um, you know, sort of the whipping boy of the cast. This is pre- Tell like, me about late it. Late period renaissance where they had like two episodes in a row where it's just like, oh, turns out John Zoidberg is a motherfucker and like- you know. Well, why don't you eat the garbage for once? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love when he like moves the whoop 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 
that's how you like Manchurian candidate like a Joker version of Mario, oh, sure. like just like a psychopath who like the last thing you hear before you die is whoop. <laughs> so that's how they made Wario. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. It's like it, I knew I was getting old when I was just getting mad that like Waluigi was a thing. It's like, Why are they adding all these characters to my Mario? It's like, and I guess it makes sense because it's like, yeah, you have a Mario. And for every good Mario, there's a bad Mario. and for, There must be a balance. You know that old saying? Yeah. It's just like you got to keep your Mario separated. Dun, dun, <laughs> separated. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, oh, no, I did Pretty Fly for a White Guy. How does that one, how does uh, Gotta Keep Him Separated go? You gotta keep them uh, separated. separated. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. It's just uh, like uh, that guy. What's that offspring song that goes. It's like, you know, I would say, like, you know, it's like, oh, he's so lazy with his chord progressions, but it turns out he was getting a degree in like neurochemistry at the same time. Like Dexter. Noodles? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Dexter he, was the singer. Yeah, yeah. Dexter, Noodles was the guitar player. Okay. You know, Dexter, uh, well, he played guitar too. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's like a like a neurochemist or something. Damn, crazy now. Like yeah, it's like he was like it took me a long time because I was touring a lot, but now I have like a doctorate in something. It took him because he always had problems. Every time he tried to get a thirteen, they gave him a thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> what if one of his teachers was like, "You're trying too hard and you're not quite hip." Yeah, <laughs> I um I would uh, you know go, going back to the nerds and video game thing like i ruined americana for myself uh because i listened to it i pretty much would always listen to it while i was playing ocarina of time and i got stuck in the water temple just forever so like if i listen to especially the song walla walla for whatever reason off of the offsprings americana it makes me just feel trapped was bad habit on americana as well i think bad habit was on smash smash yeah I, t- I saw the offspring right after Woodstock '99. Really? Like, 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 yeah. I guess there was nothing between like New York and uh, and Portland. But he told us we smelled really good. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it was the offspring. I think lit and garbage. Ooh. Yeah, that was a fun tour. No, I'm confusing. No, garbage opened for Smashing Pumpkins. I saw Smashing Pumpkins when I was nine. <laughs> that was weird. Like, I was like, "Hey, Dad, can I go see these guys?" He's like, "Sure." Uh, it was really fun. What year? '96. It was on so, the Melancholy Tour. Yeah, yeah, damn, dude. It was great. Um, Holy crap. It was funny, yeah, because I remember it was um, it was in the middle of like the MCATs, like the standardized test that you got to take yep. in like third grade. Uh, so yeah, it was like it was like day one, um, day two, night of day two, uh, saw the Smashing Pumpkins day three. And uh, I remember being there and thinking, like, why does it smell like the lawn's on fire? Why do I feel all funny? <laughs> and my dad's like, don't worry about it. And then my... St- it, it turns after out, school special. Yeah, right. And it turns out my my day three scores were the highest of all of them. High five. Uh, so that's how I've justified my marijuana usage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, didn't expect that PSA. That's fine. Uh, I mean, it's a Scooby-Doo podcast. It's like, you know, they, they smoke pot off screen. Sure. They, you know what? They did do one of those jokes, and that was the only time I felt that they were like close to punching down on Scooby Doo. Right. Right. Because like everything else was like very much like, hey, we noticed that this happens a like, lot, like and it was industry like hyper specific. Yeah. Uh, well, and fun. Yeah. Like the stoner gag by now. I mean, I feel like everybody's been making that joke since 1973, right. and I feel like they almost 
begrudgingly put it in. Right. Like, it's kind of like you have to, you know. Yeah, right. Like, we're going to appease people by just being like, yeah, we can make this joke, too. Right. It does seem kind of funny that, like, in Futurama, like, Hermes is the one who's high all the time. <laughs> uh, but, you know, for, I mean, I guess thematically it makes sense for Fry to be shaggy because he's the the one who gets hurt the, the most. Yeah, the lovable uh, goof. Right, right. Hermes is the... Uh, uh, Staunch bureaucrat. Yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Uh, you know, and he's a dad too. So I sure. think that kind of. Do you picture play. Fred would be a good dad? I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would like bring his kid to the All beach. All right, welcome to sibling debate. Fine, 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 fine. Would Fred be a good dad? Party number one. State your case. I don't know who's party number one. Oh, I think yeah, I think he'd be a good dad. I think he. He always had a plan, and he had the he dressed nice. I think that was, I don't know. Party number two, rejoinder. Uh, he to me, it seems like he seems like the type of person who would like go to the beach with his kid and then forget that his kid was at the beach with him and then just go home without his kid. Party uh, number one. He knew how to drive, so that was very important. A lot of neg- <laughs> a, not, a lot of negligent parents know how to drive. It's a <laughs> it's a function of negligence sometimes. Um, we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, I don't know. I felt like, I felt like all the, uh, all the references were like loving enough and it, like yeah. by and large, I, I liked, and I felt the same way for the most part about the Smurfs one. Yeah. The GI Joe one, I felt like they were like a little bit, I mean, it was, it was more about the extreme people having problems with the extreme violence right. and like pushing that like what if it actually was extreme like right and right. that was the only one where i was like oh they're really they're right. going outside the realm to like really push it right but the first two i thought didn't really yeah i like um and, and of course uh you know the the it ends it turns out that it was uh, george takei all, all along uh, dressed as the dragon ghost yep yep um i mean it's it just seems like anyone it's like if you've heard of the person they did it. <laughs> sure. It's usually the only other person in the episode. Yeah. It's aside just like, from maybe the police officer. Who shows it's like watching watching some old TV. Like if you have if you have like METV or whatever, it's like some old thing. And it's just like, you know, with all of these people you've never heard of and a very young Ronald Reagan. Like, <laughs> he did it because I've heard of him. <laughs> also, uh, I, I, I did always like the like. You kids get off my lawn. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to go to this junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, do they have parents? Very like, rarely. Yeah. Uh, occasionally they show up in I mean, the gang, not ones. junkyards. Junkyards do have parents. The people who make junk. Yes. <laughs> nice. uh, now let's bring in our special guest, Al Gore. <laughs> Uh, also oh, a frequent. I did not uh, have no what. <laughs> also a frequent uh, uh, col- collaborator with Futurama and Scooby Doo fans. <laughs> <laughs> Why not throw it on him? I doubt. Uh, I doubt anybody in the world, given the moniker. Like if if somebody looked at their credits randomly yeah. and somebody just wrote Scooby Doo fan, yeah. I doubt anybody in the world would be like, take that down. <laughs> it's like like what? that can't that. Sorry, that can't. I have like Carl Sagan liked Scooby Doo. Right. How can you hate it? Right, right. 
Especially if somebody put it as a credit. Right. <laughs> for I a just, politician. Right. I just feel like, you know, like he'd come on and be like, you know, if we don't stop global warming now, uh, in 50 years, all of these dilapidated barns will be underwater. And you can't do any scheming in a barn underwater. <laughs> and Al then Gore, they would Scooby scheme. Fan. In yeah. the Chiron. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and now comes the uh, the vicar of Worcestershire, uh, master tennis player, and Scooby-Doo fan. <laughs> <laughs> After that, uh, we have Sir Elton John, uh, rock star, uh, Scooby-Doo fan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this is a British event, but just British people like filtering into like the Queen's birthday and they're like, and of course, Prince William, Scooby-Doo fan. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought you were imitating someone from NPR. (laughs) I think there's like a correspondent that, or somebody, was it Ira Glass? That has like that very monotone voice. He also like kind of has a little bit of a high pitch voice. Yeah, yeah. Like very slow. Very, yeah, yeah. I mean that that was the episode, right? Yeah, pretty much. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah the first George adult. Decay. Yeah, the first adult you see is the bad guy. That's just. And just a lot of good gags in general. Yeah. I mean, it was a yeah. lot of like classic Scooby gags. I love the um, I love like showing the car, uh, the mystery machine driving in, and it's just them. It's like obviously meant to look like someone just pulling the cell over the background. <laughs> oh, uh, and they did talk about when they are running in place when they're supposed to be like running. And, oh yeah, and my freshly like, oh. buttered floors. Yeah, that was great. And even like the music kind of matched up too. Oh, and they talked about the laugh track. I was glad. Oh, at the beginning, when he's like, why are people laughing on things that aren't particularly funny? Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Which is classic. Why did oh, they yeah. have... Was that popular in old cartoons to have a laugh track? Or was that just something like, oh, this is... No one's ever done this before, so we're going to do it. Well, I'm assuming, and I have no facts, <laughs> that it came from the Simpsons... Uh, not Simpsons. Uh, the Flintstones and the um, Jetsons. Because those were based off of sitcoms. Yeah. So, like, oh, the, the Flintstones are it's supposed to be the Honeymooners. So, they just mm-hmm. put in the laugh track from that. Gotcha. All of that. Uh, ah. So, I'm assuming because Hanna-Barbera made that. Yeah, they're just like, well, we over. have it. So, gotcha. we have the laughter in a can. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm assuming. I was really, I was so sad when I found out How I Met Your Mother has a laugh track. It's awkward when yeah. you realize it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean... Because most of their jokes, when they have the laugh part, is they are funny. But then sometimes I'm like, well, that wasn't that great. Also, it was don't definitely force forced. me to laugh. Right. Like, come on, I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna decide when I want to laugh. Right. Yeah. My laugh, my choice. There is a lot of stuff on that show though that has not like uh, aged well. Oh, that's most sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's so funny. It's like you can tell exactly when iPhones became a thing that people who would watch CBS knew about. Because it wasn't like 2007, 2008. It was like 2009, 10. And it's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, here's that smartphone that I've had for, you know, uh, at least the summer. Well, that's like the pilot of um, uh, Community jo- uh, uh, yeah, Joel, whatever. Joe McHale. Joe McHale is playing Candy Crush on his Blackberry, and then he has an iPhone the next episode. Yeah. Although there's the greatest gag when uh, Britta's like, (laughs) Jeff's like, buy a name brand phone. And Britta's like, it's a Totorola. And and then it like blows up. She's like, oh, it's okay. It comes in a pack of six. That's right. Oh, or um, in like season five when they're all sitting around like playing on their phones and Chang is like, uh, he has, it's like uh, agricultural, uh, 
irrigation software controller that just looks like a phone and it's like it's like oh, i hope this is worth it i paid two uh, like 300 bucks for this it's like the app's like 299 what is this <laughs> or on the uh, the meow meow beans one yeah. oh my on, god on so a good. non-boost mobile phone oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah the times they're changing did bob dylan ever think his lyrics were going to be that relevant that's the most relevant use of a Bob Dylan lyric ever, I think. Oh, yeah. At I think my, I just won an award. <laughs> at my college, they actually had a Bob Dylan class, and it counted as an English. You got an English credit for it. I wish it. you had said that they had a Bob Dylan. Yeah, it's like they every, you know, every... Uh, my college had a Bob Dylan. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's one of the key features of the humane system is there's a Bob Dylan at each humane campus. Yeah, come get the people... I uh, I got um, I got yelled at by this uh, uh, this homeless person once. He came in and he was like, "You got any books about Bob Doan?" I'm like, "Bob, let me look." No, I don't have anything by Bob Doan. Is that D O N E? Yeah, yeah. I was like D O A N E. He's like, "Not Doan, you idiot, Doan." Oh. D Y L A N. Okay. I just like that he called me an idiot. Idiot. Yeah, that's the takeaway from that. My parents ran into a thing with bald peanuts one time. Yeah. And they were like, you're not going to like bald peanuts. And my dad just keeps being like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? And they're like, bald peanuts. And he's like, I am missing this. Like, what are you saying? And they're like, bald peanuts. And he's like, are you shaving them? (laughs) He was legit like, I do not get it. He's like, fine, let me buy them. And finally, he realized they were boiled peanuts. Uh, and he was like, yeah, they're right. I didn't like them. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what that is, but sure. <laughs> Bow peanuts. For me and my family. I just love that idea of like, are you shaving them? <laughs> like, who is making these peanuts bald? <laughs> is this a technical part of it? I don't know. You're removing the hair. Didn't know peanuts had hair. Yeah, New right. thing. Um, so it makes them legumes. <laughs> <laughs> so we've reached the end of the podcast, <laughs> which leads us to... Okay, this will be an interesting one. We are star-stuff at the universe's test. Does this pass the Sagan test? Famed philosopher of science and scientist himself, Carl Sagan, said that he wanted an adult version of Scooby-Doo because it propagated skepticism and the scientific method. Does this episode pass the Sagan test? You go first. Okay. I mean, I think it kind of does like with flying colors actually because they're so skeptical about the very nature of their reality you know that it's like it's literally an adult version of scooby oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i feel like yes pass check uh yes. whatever it, the... it's, it's very meta but also it's yeah it also i mean the, the other thing about chuck sagan uh <laughs> we're tight uh, is that he in everything that he writes um, well, I haven't read all of it, so I'm not going to say everything. I'm going to couch what I say and say what I've read of Chuck. Chucky boy. Chucky cheese. Chucky cheese. <laughs> uh, is that he, he also is not, he's not a dick about anything. He's always just kind of like, uh, let's check out the uh, science of it. Look at this amazing star and the way that it, you know, is crazy and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, cool, man. And then you're like, what about God? And he's like, 
but this star is really cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's never like a dick about uh, right. about being like science. Everything should be scientifically based. And I kind of feel like that's the other thing that I liked about this episode was that it wasn't like Scooby Doo is pretty stupid, huh? Right. Like it was like guys this is really yeah. fun <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's like you know it's, it's plausible enough within the it's it's internally consistent yeah yeah love it all right definitely so you guys got anything in the way of pimpage this oh i am doing the um portland comedy competition july 30th sunday 8 30 p.m i am trying to win a thousand dollars against this bozo over here uh, among others you yeah. guys were paired up against in the first round no uh, well i mean i was i was uh He's like first and like he has already performed yeah so this out. is still round one like i went last week nikki's gonna go on the 30th yeah you know we're all gonna be on uh august 6th for the round two and then um, we're all going to be on a number two for round six, am I right? That's right. <laughs> and actually, that same night, I'll be out earlier, I'll be out in Gorham uh, doing the talkies. It's um, Bill Gray and Zach Fowler uh, make fun of uh, bad movies. This is kind of like a, a MSD3K riff sure. track style. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be watching uh, Virtuosity. Okay. And uh, making fun of it. It's at Spire 29 in Gorham. Um, what is Virtuosity? It's um, it's like Denzel Washington and I want to say like Russell Crowe, but I'm probably wrong. Um, and yeah, like there's Russell like Crow. an internet enhanced uh, serial killer, I think. It's like s someone has the power Lord of the internet man. and is using it for evil, much like I do with my memes. Um, sure. So, so I'm going to be uh, opening that up uh, for those guys. August 6th, Spire 29 in Gorham. Tickets are available uh through the talkies um five bucks come out perfect all right well jim yes. nikki thank you guys so much for being on thanks for having thanks us thanks for having us and as always don't let the lord hit you where the good Doors word split you, split you. <laughs> <laughs> is that the is that is that the is that the, the call off every week do i do i end the podcast too early <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>